0: Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick a in ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in, we're Measuring Flicks
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Measuring Flicks, I'm Carl Hartley And I'm Max Peterson, we're joined in the... S- sunny California, what the hell is <laughs> wrong with my know. voice today We're joined in the FCK studio today by... Gabe, say hello Hello that is Gabe Hartley, all the way from Alabama. Howdy. Is it, he is Alabama. Yeah, it is Alabama. I nailed I was, I was like, I don't think he's going to confirm nor deny that that's where he's from. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, yeah, so Gabe's up for the whole summer, right? Yep, that's right. So we're going to have, I think, like, well, we did Pink Angels solo, but yes. a lot of. No, and we're going to do. <laughs> never mind, I lied. But some <laughs> of the episodes later this, this season. They're going to
0: be a handful peppered in with uh, yeah, special We're going to get
1: Gabe, Brad, and Shotgun on, on quite a few episodes, including the other one we're recording today yeah Uh, now I mostly want to talk about that episode because this I want to get
0: through this movie so we can talk about the good movie I feel like this
1: one's gonna be less exciting Um, I don't even have like fun notes about this movie I have so many well we'll, I think you and I are gonna have an awesome fun little like cat fight over this I think so Because it doesn't matter
0: enough for me to get like upset about it no not at all
1: I'm not and you know what like okay road to Paloma yeah that could have been a little I wanted to walk the extra 10 yards to try and like turn you to my point of view but honestly dude it's Hellride. I I don't even give a shit enough right. about this movie, and I love it. I love this flick. So what we're talking about today is Hellride 2008. But what, what I what we're gonna do later today, and this is a good time to bring this up because we're about to shout out the patrons. We are gonna record a patron exclusive episode today on 2018's Hereditary. To give you an idea of what that episode's gonna be like, I have a 2,000 word thesis in front of me. I have the Book of English Magic on the ground and uh, uh, Gustav Davidson's A Dictionary of Angels on the Floor with bookmarks and highlighted notes. And I took six pages of handwritten notes last night about Hereditary. Fuck yeah. Hereditary is going to be a hectic it might be the straw
0: dogs of season two. We're gonna
1: go wild with it, um, and not we, in its content, but in our dive of it. Uh, in the yeah, in the depth that we're gonna plumb, the, the depths we will plumb on this we need movie. A, we need a diving bell for this one. Seriously, we're gonna come up with helmets. At the end of this, we're gonna have helmets on. Um, so if you want to or another personality one of the two <laughs> or both or we'll have, maybe we'll have maybe we'll be the helmet to something That's riding us <laughs> inside our souls. Yeah, so well. if you guys want to get trust me, you're gonna want to do it. So um, Get over to patreon.com slash quill and film q u i l l a n d f i l m where Carl and I and and Gabe and my wife bird who's a practicing witch are all going to go and talk about Hereditary for and get weird With it it's gonna be nuts so Speaking of patreon patreon.com We'd like to thank our patrons as we Always do because they're fucking amazing Because they keep the lights on because they Support what we do and these deep diving Bells in the butterfly <laughs> moments That <laughs> yes. we have um, so First up let's thank Casey Shibe and John Shibe. Thank you guys so much. She actually reached out to me today on Messenger, and she's like, I didn't, re- I never remember how much I miss you until I get to see you. Aww. And I was like, dude, let's get together again. And she's like, tomorrow? I'm like, tomorrow. Absolutely tomorrow. <laughs> We've got something on the books for August, though. But yeah, we love you guys. They're our, uh, our longest-running supporters of the show, and we appreciate the hell out of them. We'd also
0: like to thank the Connor Sweeney. The. The. Capital T-H-E Connor Sweeney. Connor Sweeney. Got to do some improv with him again at a little table read thing for a project the uh, company in town is doing mm. dude his we gotta get him back on the show that dude is funny as shit man i know we should yeah.
1: do anything any anything he wants to come talk about i don't even literally care anything we don't even have to be a
0: movie be like so how was wednesday <laughs> it was pretty good started off strong, a right. season <laughs> show
1: people yeah. are like are they literally just talking about two days ago what movie All are right. they the title is just connor sweeney yeah 2018 <laughs> 2019 2018 that's Connor, all right. Tell it's a retrospective. Last year. We don't want to hear anything that happened to you this year. I just year. want to hear
0: about your life 2018.
1: Yeah. So, Connor Sweeney, thank you. Uh, I'm going to You know what? I'm going to I'm going to take this one. Do it. Danielle Pelshaw, thank you so much. Did Danielle watch hereditary?
0: Uh Any no. Any part of it? We showed her a couple of scenes that we thought were funny.
1: Funny? Yeah. So, you didn't show her anything from the last third of the film. No,
0: the, absolutely. <laughs> showed her a floaty floaty no head
1: Floaty no head is so fucking unsettling. I guess maybe if you're not, if you see it without context, it might be humorous. It's really but, silly looking. Oh god, dude! It's not when you're deep in it. I'll tell you. All when right. you're deep in it, it's it's all sorts of kinds of wrong. Um, okay, so Danielle, thank you so much for for not watching Hereditary. Did you watch any of Hellride?
0: No. That was this morning. Also good. She didn't even she's learning now that if I have headphones on on the couch, she doesn't even like look at the TV. Mm -mm. Mm because it's gonna be someone getting raped.
1: (laughs) Invariably Invariably It's either a woman being murdered I could be watching Like Little Mermaid Danielle has the the, She has this perfect nose It's her curse It is It's her blessing and her curse She has this perfect nose For like the moment in a film When either a woman Is being horribly killed Or raped Yeah And that's when she walks in And you're like No 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 The whole other movie Is not anything like this But
0: you know To her credit She only uses her powers For good So
1: (laughs) Yeah to avoid those moments (laughs) She's like wait 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 I think a woman's dying in the living room. <laughs> right, off, yeah, I go, off I into... go. Time to shower. <laughs> so Danielle, thank you. You're the absolute best. We'd also like to thank
0: Katie Clark. Oh, we we had a D and D night last night for the first time in a long time. Did you
1: play D and D with Katie Clark last yeah. night?
0: Yeah. Sure did.
1: How's she doing? She's
0: doing great. They were so happy to have me back making bad decisions for the party. Good. And almost getting everyone killed.
1: The wrench yeah. in their well you So you know what you,
0: you, know what you don't do when you have two gelatinous cubes that are approaching you? I don't know. You probably don't let your dwarf run and jump into one of them. you Are you the dwarf? Oh, yeah. Did you
1: run and jump sure into did. a gelatinous cube? I had cube? a rope tied around me. It was fine. Did you never watch... Um uh Van Helsing?
0: Minor acid burns. That's f- we're fine.
1: Minor acid Just burns. Just
0: 11 to 12 points of damage in one go. That's fine. <laughs> Did they but, uh, pull you out real quick? Well, no, you see the thing is, the person that was doing their strength check to pull me out completely failed and the rope broke and then he jumped in after me <laughs> cuz oh, he's not very smart. Awesome. Yeah. So but they, they were Katie like, saved she saved us, but no, she, I think she did a killing blow on that one. She just, ripped, yeah. she
1: played some uh, like a ripping lyre solo yeah. at the gelatinous <laughs> She's like, <laughs> we're gonna sing you to sleep because <laughs> there's nothing more
0: than the, that a uh, gelatinous cubes love than you know, some good looting, some rods, Abs- some rod Stewart some rod Stewart. Some flock, Stewart. Of flock of seagulls, flock
1: of seagulls. They just turned to jelly. Oh. All right. We'd also like to thank Kelly And Mike Wagner We got an email from, from Kelly Wagner And we found out Wait Was it Kelly and Mike Wagner Yeah 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 Bird knows Oh Kelly. Kelly Yeah Like they were locker mates For years at school And Bird had no idea Such a small world Isn't it So we dug out the old uh, The old um, um, What are they called Yearbook Yearbooks There it is Dug out a yearbook I don't I, have I've, mine anymore The so. only book in my head right now Is Grimoire I know so. <laughs> and grimoires. We we dug out the the yearbook and we found uh, Kelly Sugart back in the day before she was Wagner. Uh, and I was like, oh my god, that's our patron But like really little <laughs> But like 14 And then we also found Danielle Pelsha Damn, does she look like a freaky paralegal She looks like a paralegal who like knows stuff Your mom warns right. you about <laughs> Like don't know girls that know the stuff That that paralegal Danielle Pelsha Right, knows. she's
0: like, she's seen some lawyer's notes
1: Yeah, she's seen she's seen the notes That the lawyers scrawl on the back of the lawyer's notes Exactly and it's just pictures of boobs <laughs> Is all it is all right. Pancake uh, Gabe, why don't you think our next Next patron. We'd like to thank David Rowney. Damn Skippy. David Rowney is the man. Uh thanks for supporting the show, thank Amigo. You very much. We, I would like to meet all of these people. I've, I know, they're I've great met- people. Four of them <laughs> less than half.
0: Well, we just got to do a live show and that's welcome true. Brian Jackson to the live show. And he and can then, bring his guitar and his awesome, uh, so, like Tommy solos. And, and stuff. like
1: right as the Tommy solos start, and that's when William Rockwood walks in. And he's like, in Hey guys, background. what are we doing? And no, uh, the whole party stops and they all turn, and they're like, Is that is, that, that is that's that, a record scratch? It, well, yeah, we're, of course, we're spinning vinyl, it's we're at the FCK. <laughs> And we just, everyone turns and they're like is, is that, is that William Rockwood? I have no idea what he looked like And then you'd, you'll do that thing that just is The ultimate power move where you're like, Bill Hey, how? Oh, and right. then everyone's yeah, like, everyone's oh like, my god he's he called William sleep. Rockwood <laughs> he Bill He's called
0: William Bill
1: <laughs> Oh, Alright, <laughs> enough Stalling, let's talk about Hell <laughs> Alright, so there's this movie Directed by Larry Bishop, starring Larry Bishop, oh, Michael Madsen Eric Belfour Vinnie Jones, Dennis Hopper, David Carradine, Lenore Varea and Julia Jones. I think it's Varea. So this has a cast in it. Yeah, dude, dude, this is a good cast. Think okay, just fuck the movie for a second. Yeah. Think about the cast. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper and yeah. David Carradine in the same film. So
0: Dennis Hopper, I feel like he barely got off the toilet and put the phone down to do this role. I had I
1: will just. I obviously love this film.
0: Yeah, I know. We'll just. It's
1: okay. I, so There's, I'm a huge fan if, of Dennis Hopper. If you want
0: to, if you want to see the definition of phoning a role in, Vinnie, It's Dennis Hopper, I totally disagree. Oh Vinny Jones,
1: Michael Madsen, I've Larry Bishop's in Kill Bill, and he's in something else. Yeah,
0: and he's in a whole bunch of Kill Bill, like
1: too, and a bunch of older, oh, like stuff. older stuff.
0: But so like Drive, any kind of stuff. You
1: will notice that many of these people are Tarantino favorites. Yes, they are. The reason that this... So, Larry Bishop was in Kill Bill Volume 2. I'm assuming that that's how this movie got made, was... Because it's Quentin Tarantino is an executive, executive producer, producer on this right. film. It, originally, when I first bought it, it was like put out by like it was like Quentin Tarantino. Presents. And he's in,
0: in, you know, Tarantino's all over this flick like Spielberg is all over Poltergeist. Like it just reeks right. of it's
1: almost you can almost see this as like a weird like cousin film to um, uh, Death Proof. Mm-hmm. It's got this. So this movie for me. So it's Hell Ride 2008. I th- did. You rent it on Vudu or Amazon Prime? I had
0: or? to buy it for ten dollars. It wasn't rentable. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've got to, another reason I'm a little butt hurt. I got a DVD. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's been ten dollars at six thirty this morning. All right. So this is a movie for me, akin to Drive Angry. Okay, I can see that. So, like, the first time I saw this movie was in college with Bird. We were hanging out in like her tiny ass little this room she was renting that was like as big as our bathroom is now. We were like fucking crammed into this room. We're eating a little Caesars hot and sweaty. We got some like Ben and Jerry's melting onto our thighs, oh, you yeah. know. There's like like her roommates are like fighting, the cops are getting called, there's like a beer kegger across the street, and we put on Hellride on a an NMU like Windows laptop. Oh my god! And we, sh- I think we shared earbuds. Or no, we like cranked the volume so loud that everything's all fucking distorted. You know? Yep. That's the first time I saw Hellraiser.
0: You know, I feel like if they're if you're gonna watch this movie, which I will never again, and that's the way you should do it.
1: I think here's On what I. On a laptop think. with
0: shitty speakers.
1: I think that in college, well,
0: we've talked about doing this in two thousand eight. No, 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 Carl. Never to be We seen did again. watch
1: it like when it came out. It's direct to DVD. So it had like just gotten released. It's related. one of
0: those dimension Yeah, films I'm pretty right sure there, I yeah. paid
1: like I think I paid like $29 for this movie yeah. <laughs> back then. You know, like brand
0: new DVD. You paid twenty eight dollars too much for that. You're wrong. Okay. So like okay,
1: so you saw Drive Angry, right? And you were yes. like, I thought this movie sucked. And I was like, I watched this movie drunk with four people and it was the mm-hmm. m- most fun I've ever had. I, I feel like this even in that setting is going to be like uh I think what we should do is a when we do our FZK oh my god when we do the like the yeah. end of year film fest this and drive angry should happen at the same time it should be later in the evening and everyone should be a little this toasty. This
0: is this is the buddy the buddy it's the buddy cop drama? No. The, it's the, they're buddy films.
1: They're, they're the two, they're a pair. They're a kin, yeah. They're yes. definitely, they're sister films with no, sister almost films, no women no in one, either of them. Well, the yeah. <laughs> Except to be naked and having sex with our heroes. That is the point of women in S- the Especially in, in, those in well,
0: in Hell Ride, there's a lot of. No,
1: uh, Drive Angry has a female protagonist, though, doesn't
0: it? It's. Protagonist.
1: Protagonist. I don't know. Pretend no, but there is a. The, it's a girl, right? He's ch- cruising around with a. Yeah, girl Yeah, it's a girl. Okay, because yeah, okay.
0: she she dusts like two state troopers without thinking about it.
1: <laughs> without a second. Without even.
0: Thought. A, ah, well, that was probably a pop, bad decision. Pop, well,
1: that was murder. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess I just did that. <laughs> All right. In
0: this one, you get an an accidental slash intentional
1: stabbing with a arrow. That okay. So, so Hellra, I I think that there are two types of biker films. Okay. Good ones there's, and bad ones? No, there's... Well, <laughs> in a broader sense, I suppose. Let's narrow it down. If, if you want to get really weird with it... Well, never mind. Let's not get really weird with it. There's two types of biker films. I think that there is the Easy Rider, Road to Paloma. Yeah. Those... Or if you want to take it to TV, I think Sons of Anarchy lives in that world, too. It's a biker film that takes itself very seriously... Very highly, very well executed. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's hard to argue that Road to Paloma is not masterfully done as a film, like cinematography, oh yeah, a yeah, score. So like that's a that's a biker film that takes itself seriously as art. And then there's this other biker film, think like Pink Angels, yes, or in in some sense even Wild Angels. Even though we both love that movie, mm-hmm. we love that movie in part because that is a tr- it's like art biker films and trash biker films. There are biker films that exist only to show you, like, pornographically sexy bikes, shitloads of violence, packed full of nudity, packed full of drugs. The writing is super stilted. It, it. So, Hellride. Hellride. Right. Okay. My argument is that Hellride is, for me personally, based on the, the biker films that I've seen, mm-hmm. Hellride to me is the apex trash biker film. It's a biker film that has, it is the ultimate exploitation film. It has almost no quote unquote artistically redeeming qualities. It's not there's no message. No. The writing is often intentionally stilted. In a weird way, this movie to me, I know you haven't seen it yet, but there's a film called The Lost Skeleton of Cadavera.
0: Yeah, you've talked about this before. It's a, I want to see it. It's
1: a send-up of those old black and white like horror movies that don't really make any sense. Gotcha. So there's lines in The Lost Skeleton of Cadavera where like the the woman faints and her like scientist husband like stretches her out on a bed and she wakes up, and she's like, what What happened and he leans over And he goes well Karen you were Just doing some pretty stupid things (laughs) Like the dialogue is So perfectly like we wrote this In a week but when you read about the Movie you find out that it took like
0: yeah and I I feel like with this movie that Shows through though that there that the writing is intentionally Stilted and and it shows
1: And I yeah
0: and it's like it's like I don't want to see your hand that much well for me it's That well that's the but it doesn't come across as charming. It's like, and I see what you're doing there, and okay. it's not funny.
1: I don't expect it to be funny. For me, this I thought, when I watch Hell Ride, I, to me, it feels like a filmmaker mm-hmm. trying to make... This is trying too hard to do that. Is is what my feeling is. Okay. Well, what's a better yeah. example for you then of someone was, making a tr- what's a good trashy biker movie for you? A good trash.
0: I don't know that I've seen a, a good trashy biker movie have besides s- the one like like Pink Angels, but that's not trying to take
1: itself seriously. Right. That movie just that movie gen- comes from a really genuine place of being so shitty that it ends up being right somehow like <laughs> exactly. transformatively good. I don't know that I have seen seen one. Okay. I don't know that I have a better example. My what I love about this movie is how. Unrepentantly, how unrepentantly raw and exploitative it is. Mm-hmm. It honestly is. Like there are moments in this movie where it's like, "Here, let's get twenty women naked and shoot an orgy." And it's like, "Okay, why?" And the movie's like, "Shut the fuck it's up." Because
0: we want to do that. Yeah, like no,
1: in a weird way, uh, Pistolero's like refrain to the gent throughout the whole movie, "Shut the fuck up," is <laughs> like the movie talking to you're like. But why are we doing oil wrestling This is unnecessary And the movie's like Absolutely it's unnecessary Right Now watch Three more minutes of these naked women Slathered in oil Right Or like when I mean we can We don't have to We can go through it Kind of In order-ish no, it's, it's fine But when they kill Like the fucking death of Billy Wings at the end So unnecessarily brutal that's and violent That's one of my
0: favorite those moments actually Is that throat cut at the end Right Well that's Because but that's, they wing him And yeah. then they then they shoot his
1: peener well, and I, then they I, cut his head off with a knife. They do a lot. They shoot yeah, he shot in the chest, he gets in first of all he gets a bullet. So he gets a bullet up. in right. the chest, an arrow in the sternum, his dick and balls shot off. One of the best throat cut prosthetics I've ever yeah. seen. And then he gets burned alive from the legs up. They intentionally burn him slowly, so you watch him like gagging blood out while he burns to death for minutes. Yeah, while our heroes just talk, our heroes just like hang out and talk in the background. Yeah, there's, that was a good moment. Yeah, and there's so anyway. Let's start at the beginning. Let's and do it. Let's work our way through. So the opening line of this movie is a fucking arrow, a fucking arrow in the fucking desert. It's a nihilist dream come true. My favorite part about that line. Is it doesn't make any sense At all. Right. Because nihil- how does that Relate to nihilism t- So <laughs> this is The first moment where this movie charms Me where it, it Does that thing that Exploitation movie thing where they give a Character like a fake deep line
0: And it doesn't make any sense
1: it's like that Yeah dude it, this is a writer
0: or he Thought see I'm reading that his like uh, He doesn't know what a nihilist is
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. A studio No,
0: the writer, not they, the character. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay. The studio goes to a writer and they're like, "We're shooting a biker picture next week. Give us a script." And he leaves <laughs> and the biker's fucking or the the writer's ripped up on Bennies and coffee trying to get the shit done. And he's just like kind of looked at the title of a Nietzsche book recently, <laughs> and he's like, "Fucking arrow, fucking arrow, fucking desert. What do bikers do? They swear and they have sex with women and they drink a lot." And okay.
0: It's literally the 3B's that they Put the, forth later.
1: Yeah, so he's like, he's like, it's a, it's a, fucking arrow in the desert. It's a nihilist dream come true. It's like that really green writer who's mm-hmm. got his first assignment, and then, but it's a weird trashy project. It, yeah, it, it's like the movie that Barton Fink doesn't write in Barton Fink, the wrestler picture that they yeah. want. This is the movie this that is, the uh, people wanted. Or is written poorly, which is the same thing. <laughs> is what I love about it. So, okay. Damn you! <laughs> Do you have any feelings on Michael Madsen? One yeah, way or the other. Yeah, I don't care. Not for in him. this movie, just in general. I just don't. You don't I like think, Michael Madsen.
0: I I think that he is is perfect as um Mr. Is it Mr. Blonde?
1: Yeah, in, Mr. Blonde in, in Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs.
0: Outside of that, he's like horrible in everything that I've seen him in. Okay. He's I'm, overacting, he's doing a Michael Madsen bit like he would be Michael Madsen. I have a note exactly things. on this. Kind of like some actors that we love that are always like Nick Cage is always Nick Cage in it. Michael Madsen is always Michael Madsen in it, but it's bad. Well, I have
1: Bird and I are both.
0: I wish I had a better word for I, it, I, I but wanted, I don't have I don't want to exhaust any
1: more vocabulary on it. So Michael Madsen for Bird and I is I have a, I have a word for them. I call them alternative actors. Mm-hmm. There are certain actors who don't fit in the mainstream. Like they're from, a, they started off in Seattle in a garage. No, they're only in like quirky. Weird, <laughs> Do they wear a lot of flannel? I mean, some of them maybe. Like I'm for, trying to make an alternative rock. for me. <laughs> for me, Dave. Well, I've never actually examined the concept out loud by talking about it. I just wrote it down because no, cool. this is how Hi, and I, So Michael Madsen for me is one of them. Um, in a weird way, Uma Thurman is one of okay. them. David Carradine is one of them. Um, Pretty much anyone that can, like Tarantino Paul uses. Paul Bettany Ooh. is a good example of like an alternative actor. Um, who's the who's the girl who plays um the the one-eyed chick in Kill Bill? She's in Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah is okay. one of those. My the best example. Mickey Rourke, kind of. No, he's main. For me, he's mainstream, which means okay. he. He does things like if you put Mickey Rourke in something like he might pull off Hellride, but like put him in Kill Bill where you give him really stilted, stilted dialogue. There are like characters who are in some sort of weird neo samurai, like martial arts clan. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's bound by honor. Mickey Rourke, I don't think, pulls that off. There are actors. Like he would oversell it? The best yeah. example for me of, an al- of quote unquote alternative actor is Bruce Campbell.
0: He is the king of the alternative actors. Yeah.
1: When you put Bruce Campbell in something, no matter what he's doing as a performer, it never leaves your head like, that is Bruce Campbell. If he was a gent, that would have been great. But see, that's, I think the difference there is I feel the same way about Michael Madsen that I do about Bruce Campbell, which is I love, because they've got that, they've got that cult credibility. Sure. They walk, like, if Michael Madsen walks into the Oscars... No one gives a fuck, but if Michael Madsen walks into No offense Michael Madsen, obviously. Right. I think this is a positive for me. They're like these are like actor anti-heroes. When he walks into a convention, people lose their lose
0: their minds. minds. No, absolutely. It's like
1: that is Michael Madsen that just walked you even in. even given
0: what I just said if I like if I met Michael Madsen at a con or something, I'd be like palms sweaty getting his autograph like,
1: "Oh, Mr. Madsen. Who's the goodness. guy who plays Mr. um are you a doctor? I didn't realize you're, the guy who plays the wolf in Pulp Fiction. Oh, Harvey
0: Keitel. Harvey
1: Keitel is another alternative yeah, actor, but he's to me. also
0: fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah, he's fucking amazing, but he was never been in like a Transformers movie. And the stuff that he's in, uh, like think about think about him. What when you think of him, you think Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, From Dusk Till Dawn, and Taxi Driver. And Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, exactly. He's in like these weird, like these weird movies. It's people who keep cropping up in cult films. Yeah, and they. Excel in those roles Uma Thurman Have you ever seen Nymphomaniac
0: I have not no. Okay so
1: like Uma Thurman We uh, You know She's in I think she's in Paycheck But like who cares We all have our missteps Tom Hardy was in there This means war That's Like what, we all fuck up Once in a paycheck. while That's a great movie Based on a Philip K. Dick story you know, What's weird as I actually do like that movie Yeah too. But um but you people get what i'm saying no i understand so, but like you know you give her kill bill and kill bill volume 2 and she shows up as mia in pulp fiction and then in nymphomaniac she shows up for 15 minutes as like a jilted mother who, who with like these two kids and she comes in and drags them through the house of the woman that her husband has been cheating on her with drags her kids into the bedroom and she's like there it is there's the bedroom where he fucks his mistress children and then she Jesus. sits down to dinner with the it dude lars von trier amazing but, okay, so we'll we'll jump off it, but when I see Michael Madsen yeah. as the gent, it's, it's like, we kind of talked about it when we were talking about um, Pink Angels. Mm-hmm. I hate ape hangers yeah. on a motorcycle. There's he nothing... rides is all right, though. I, I, I know, and we, we're coming from different spots, but, like, I would argue he's the only person I've ever seen pull off ape hangers. We're going to watch Easy Rider uh, tonight, actually. Yeah, and Peter Fonda is, like doesn't I don't think pulls it off as well. I don't wow. think there's a there's a vibe to Michael Madsen. He's wearing they call him the gent. He doesn't wear leathers. He wears a full suit. And his <laughs> he's suit, got the frilly. Yeah, and he's got like the flamenco shirt yeah. going on, but when he sits down on that bike, man, I don't know. There's for uh, it, probably a lot of it is I'm an unrepentant fan of Michael Madsen. When no, I, when I right. see him, I fanboy. I'm that's like,
0: totally fine. I'm just not in that the camp of fanboying for Michael Madsen. What I always you, am very irritated. What like, do you
1: think of him as Bud in Kill Bill Volume Two?
0: Oh, um, <laughs> I guess he's he all right.
1: Dar- David Carradine's brother mm-hmm. gets killed by the snake <laughs> when he's he's got.
0: That's all. I think we. I mean, he's all right. In that, he's decent. In that, as of like Sin City, I think is the one that did it for me. Where I'm like, what the fuck is this dude doing?
1: Oh yeah, he plays. Uh, he plays. He's the, like
0: the bad guy in the in the Bruce Willis story. Right, right. He's like yeah. one of the bad cops. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, he's Bruce Willis's partner. He's mm-hmm. a crooked cop, yep. and yeah, Bruce Willis's partner. Um. So, okay, here's here's moments where this movie. For, uh, here i'm i'm sure when i hit all my positive notes they're going to be the same moments that you're like yeah i hated that no i don't know no, i i think so but i think it's because we're looking at this we're looking at the same coffee cup from other opposite sides of the table Michael Madsen busts into a trailer I when thought
0: yours had something on the other side. No, I'm like, no. "Oh, they look like this, it's the <laughs>
1: no, same." No, it's pop. we're seeing the same thing. Ah, it's just our perspectives. I like you. So, uh, so when Michael Madsen kicks into the trailer when they're trying to figure out if the 666ers are back in town, he kicks into the trailer with his revolver and he just blam 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 shoots everyone in the trailer. And then Comanche and Pistolero come in behind him. Uh, do save we have, some for me. Yeah, it's like save share, some for us. Like, next time, share a little. That's what. But it they is. but they're looking at him like, what the fuck, bro? And he he holds his pistol up and he goes, you can't even do Michael Madsen's voice because I don't have uh, uh, I don't a have two by four log like wedged in the back. I of don't throat. have twenty thousand cigarettes to smoke right. right now. But he goes he goes, sorry, my finger got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that's it's the first. It's not the first moment. It's because the first moment is it's nihilist dream. Right. The second moment in the movie where I'm like, that's very poor writing. But because you gave it to Michael Madsen Madsen to say to Larry Bishop in a trailer full of dead bodies in a biker flick. That line to me becomes like part of an homage to the exploitation genre. It's dumb, dude. It's like the stupidest thing ever. It's it's. For me, it lives in the same space. I'm so excited. I know you are. It lives in the same space as like groovy (laughs) or like, oh boy, I'm not even close, but it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's this, I'm not saying it's as good as, or like, give me some sugar, baby. Look, Mm -hmm. when you're watching army of darkness and Bruce Campbell says, give me some sugar, baby. Step back. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. I adore that line. It's one of the most iconic. They wanted me to stay. Wanted to make me their king. Like you could I could quote all of Army of Darkness to you. Half the dialogue in that movie is fucking ridiculously stupid. And the reason that it works is it's because coming it's coming out of
0: Bruce Campbell's mouth, right?
1: Yeah, dude, it's all it's all absurd. It's Bruce Campbell in medieval times
0: that he time traveled with up, his Ford Nova his, or Chevy Nova. It's
1: an Impala. It's Impala. That's I think right. it's an Impala, but he's got eh, isn't an Impala, Bird? Will you look up Sam Raimi's car, the famous car? Um, I don't think it is now that I'm thinking of it. Right. But like he's running around sawing demons in half with a chainsaw. What? You This you're, is my boomstick. Yeah, exactly. Right, like spot. so when when Michael Madsen goes, my finger got stuck. You realize like, "Oh, I'm not watching a biker movie. I'm watching like an absurdist, over the top, intentionally shitty cult Thing. Okay. Um. So yeah, I really dug that. I, I was just thinking, do we do we want to give people background or do we just want to do what we normally do and talk our way through this? There's two biker gangs. There's the victors Oh, the Victor's and the Six Six Sixers. Right. Uh, the plot's kind of convoluted. because of the way they jump around in time. Tarantino well, they're S- Tarantinoing they're it for sure. Tarantinoing it. Um
0: cuz it's a little compl- I mean I figured I figured it out mostly in in the like first 10 minutes. Yeah. Because like oh trigger you named your bike after a horse and then we have a flashback and a little yeah. kid's bike is named trigger right. and then someone's getting killed and you see the f- close ups on their name tags and you're like oh I get it it's the he is the he is the I even called out the son of
1: Oh your mic is hot so go ahead. The car is a 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88, also called the Classic. The Oldsmobile Delta 88. 1973 Delta 88. You know what my favorite part about that is? Is you always, I, I, the same thing. I always remember Sam Raimi's car as being like a muscle car.
0: Yeah, me too. But it's not. It is absolutely not. It's just an Oldsmobile. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right. (laughs) So, further examples of this, of the stupidity of this movie, which I am saying is one of its, is merits Fair enough <laughs> So we see Comanche Um Alright so back in Let me see if I can do it I'm gonna see if I can do it In one breath Alright Alright so back in 1976, there was a woman named Cherokee Kism who was associated with two biker gangs, the Victors and the 666ers. Cherokee Kism had a son. They call him Sonny Kism. He eventually grows up to be a biker named Comanche who rides with the Victors under Pistolero, who was Cherokee Kism's former lover. There was a drug deal made for acid back in 1976. The 666ers double-crossed the other bike gang and murdered Cherokee Kism to try and get the fortune that was made off of the acid that they sold. I can't do it. I'm Running out of air. (laughs)
0: Second breath. breath.
1: So, the whole rest of the plot of the film is the 666ers trying to get the remaining two keys to unlock the lockbox, which contains this alleged fortune from selling acid. The whole time, Comanche's trying to track down the 666ers responsible for the death of his mother, who was Cherokee Kism, who was Pistolero's former lover, which makes Pistolero Comanche's father. Third breath. So the actual events of the film are the victors and the 666ers going head to head to try and collect the three keys required to get this lockbox fortune of acid money while, Cher- while Comanche is almost solely focused on getting revenge for the death of his mother in 1976. That's pretty much the whole plot of the film. Yep.
0: And also that most of the victors, all, all but three of them, one of them being the president of the victors, uh, they... They're turncoats.
1: Yeah, so the the 666 no six, six, have gone underground for a while. Yeah. But, but then they come back under this guy named Billy Wings, who was the leader of the 666ers six, yeah, in Bullet Tooth Tony, right? 1976. <laughs> Bullet Tooth Tony, <laughs> from Mad Max.
0: No, this is that's what uh, what's his face? Um, uh, uh, Vinnie Jones. Uh, Vinnie Jones, yeah. In which one though? Is it? Uh, is snatch it, or Lockstock? I thought it was Lockstock. Is it I Lockstock? Think it's lock-stock? Stock, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. What you, what's your opinion of Vinnie Jones before? I like Vinny Jones. I like Vinny Jones. I think he's Jones one of the best too, things man. about this
0: movie.
1: He's char- he's weirdly charming yeah. and weirdly. Good. Wickedly
0: charming and yeah, I love seeing I love him showing up as a bad guy, and especially one that's He he is the best part of this movie. I think. Okay. In this, and I get I get I get him. I mm. understand it. I just He's he is so over the top. It's weird because His gun is over the top. It's like a land it's a land a,
1: harpoon? Well, he's got like a yeah, it's like a homemade harpoon gun that yeah. he's got, like hooked up to a CO2 tank. It's the most absurd weapon it's ever. It's
0: almost like uh the Cohen brothers saw that and said, I got I got you one better, hold my beer. Right. Yeah, you they're know? like, we're gonna just do
1: that but get rid of the arrow. Exactly. Um what do you think of Comanche's like break action? Dude, I love that that's actually a note I have. I heart that mini cross. That dude. mini the mini crossbow, yeah. His break action mini crossbow is pretty fucking sweet. So that's kind of a setup for the film Right So they f- the, the But it's
0: all delivered to us as a big mystery Told kinda, in that yeah. Tarantino I was wondering
1: I, You've never seen this obviously I no. was wondering because I, I know the plot uh-huh. So you can see early on Like okay that's Billy Wings That's Eddie Zero We see this Indian motorcycle So when we see the Indian motorcycle later We know that Dennis Hopper is Eddie Zero we see the pistol on Johnny's arm, and later when we see the book that he gives her, like 666 pages. The Rebellion pages. Against All There Is. Yeah, John John Pisto- Pistol is his last yeah. name, and you're like, so Johnny is Pistolero, which means that Johnny, who's with Cherokee Kism, is Sonny's father. Yes. So you get right away, I mean, but, but I knew that because I'd seen the movie, did you? I'm assuming, yeah, I picked it up right away. Right away? Good. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not so much about the mystery because the movie explains itself pretty, pretty early blatantly. And yeah. So it's more about, like, just honestly, just watching the spectacle that is this film. These bikes are beat. What do you think of the bikes? Well, we have another uh, suicide... Uh uh, shifter, Su- suicide clutch. Suicide. We have, yeah, yeah. Johnny's got a suicide clutch on on. Well, no, not Johnny. Yeah, um, um. Comanche. Comanche, Comanche's got a suicide clutch on his yep. on a suicide shifter on his bike because he, I think he rides an Indian. I think it is, yeah. And it's a it's a slightly newer one. We see two vintage Indians in this one. Oh, want... the the sidecar that. Um... Yeah the side Not hack the <laughs> That side Dennis hack. Hopper Eddie Zero Drives a, a vintage I, Indian. Calling,
0: I keep wanting to call him Nice guy Eddie That's And he's a got different...
1: a He's got a stick shift on his Which is awesome That's pretty sweet Um and then actually Nada Played by Lenore Varia The horniest woman On the planet She's always wanting to hump Dude She just wants Fucky fucks That's all <laughs> she gives a shit about So she's got a beautiful Baby blue vintage Indian As well Yeah well, she, And this is a cactus uh, Rose I think is what she calls her It's the same Cactus rose is yeah. the name Of her bike Uh uh, we don't see the names of everybody's motorcycles. Some of, the, I think they just some of the people that are riding with them are like like just legit bike. Well, legit they're bikers. extras. Yeah, the extra. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but I love the it motorcycles.
0: Bring your bike to movie. work day. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a cool seeing seeing the entire gang together on their bikes was cool. The
1: the bikes are the this is this is not Pink Angels where they're like let's buy five <laughs> really really, really nondescript. 10cc motorbikes. it <laughs> a so lawnmower for an engine. Lawnmower engine motorcycles. Like, they got legit bikes, yeah. man. The, the motorcycle, there's a, oh, dude, my, my dream bike pops up in this movie for about 10 seconds. It's when they go to that one, they stop at the one bar. I think it's, it might be Danny's Inferno. It's when uh, uh, Vinnie Jones and the rest of the 666ers come up and they, they f- go in there and it's just the dock. Alone by himself. Oh, right, yes. Because Pistolero fed him bad information to find out if he was passing information on to the 666ers and it gets him killed. When they're walking his up, services
0: are no longer required.
1: W- yeah. We see that uh we see that his bike is an late sixties or early seventies uh Triumph T one twenty Bonneville, which mm. is my dream motorcycle. Delicious. You take that flat seat off and turn it into a bobber. That's my dream bike. So every time that Triumph pops up in this movie, I'm like ah! <laughs> They're tiny They're they're actually fairly You small turn by. into a chipmunk I do That's I literally crazy. go full Alvin man <laughs> Um. So back in the trailer After the, uh, the gent has killed all these people We see Comanche pop a pocket knife And scalp one of these fucking dudes Well he wants to take their heads off Right And they're like I say we take their heads and Bring them with us Bring them with us And he goes I say we clip a couple of fingers The gent goes I say we take Just a couple of fingers. pinkies And call it That's a day right. So Comanche scalps one dude and then they walk out. So my dude, there's a detail in this. Cool guys don't look at explosions, Carl. They walk away, boom booms. That should have been all you needed to know to understand the tone of the movie is when they don't look at the explosion, you're like, Oh, this was a dumb one. Got it. Yeah. Nailed it. So do you notice the gent is flipping through Club magazine that the yes. porno flick? And then when they he walk out, he him. has it tucked in his pants. Oh, yeah not charming to you at all. No.
0: So the walk away boom booms when I when I did the full
1: eye roll I went, all right. How long is this movie? It's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like hour twenty eight or something like that. Um. So now now we're parked, parked in the desert. We're burying uh uh Saint Louis. Yes. The guy we he's not important. What's important is Michael Madsen uh, and. Or uh, I guess the gent and Pistolero are talking And Pistolero, St. Louis used to be his left hand rider Which when you're in a biker gang Where you ride in relation to, the, right to then... the Prez Is indicative of your rank in the bike club Right hand, left hand man The motorcycle so, club that yeah. you're in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so there's your right hand and left hand And the gent rides on the right But the left hand, is a that's a Pretty big spot Yeah, you're third in the whole fucking biker gang So he, Pistolero tells the gent Hey, I want, tell Comanche to ride on my left so the gent goes over and he goes, Hey, Pistolero wanted me to pass along some information to you. There's a job opening up at Supercuts down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Given that he's just. Just scalped a person. Just scalped a person. And they make repeated jokes about this. Um, Yeah. Well, do you have any notes on Hellride? Because otherwise it's just going to be I me being no, like, I, I, I love this and I no, love this. No,
0: it's and-. fine. Uh, so. This place, uh, my next note is this place has a VIP table. That's surprising.
1: <laughs> the uh, the oil wrestling, the oil wrestling <laughs> yes, we're taking over the VIP table. You're yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, this place has a VIP table. Why do you have that? I mean, okay, <laughs> it's right next to the shitty table. Um, yeah, you so that's actually pretty close to my next note as well. But my next note is uh, Yvonne at the oil wrestling place is fucking smoking hot. If there's one thing So there's a lot of movies Where I'll be like And you know sh- She does a great job Performing And and really strongly Characterized We're gonna talk about When we talk about Hereditary The female lead of that Tony Collette Oh yeah We can go That's one of the most Nuanced and real Women ever to Grace a screen yeah. None of these women share anything. No, not at all. <laughs> With the...
0: We got the male gaze going on all over the place. On Which this. is,
1: Bird and I both do the same thing when we watch this movie. You turn off all of the the 2019 PC parts of yourself, and you're just like, you oh, it's tits so you forget good. You ever watch Straw Dogs? Right, exactly. Yeah. You're just like the. This movie revels so much in like over the top nudity and sexuality. Yeah, you, you, like. It would be so easy to sit there and be like, Well, this is disgusting, but it's not. It's, well, it's a bunch so, of which beautiful is stupid stupid like,
0: like, Part of me was doing that though, which is weird.
1: Uh where you're like Like,
0: you're like this is this ex- is unnecessary. You know what it is, Carl? What? It's
1: exploitative. Yeah. You know what we're watching, Carl? Exploitation. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I caught myself hard, doing it too. Post straw dogs, it's definitely hard to just sit back and kind of roll around in good nudity. Yeah. You know? Gabe, I'm telling you, you missed a movie here, man. There was lots of T's and lots of A's. I'm sure. There's, hey. Dude, there's several vaginas in this movie. Yeah. There's For, like full. Frontals. Huge full frontal. There's long shots of like fully. Actually, fully one of
0: my women. notes was I think he went into this wanting to make a porno and Tarantino's like I think there's more meat on the bone. Right. Waka walk. We gotta
1: dial this porn stuff you're doing <laughs> right. back a little bit. But there's like legit. There's several fully naked women in yeah. this movie. Um, there's like drug fueled three Ways there's, I mean, when they get when we get to that like punk bar near the end where Billy Wings and everybody comes out and they find Derek David Carradine's yes. head in a basket, spoilers, <laughs> um, that like punk club. I'm just sitting there the whole time and you like, you pull the blanket over your lap. Like, Like, this is awkward. You're like, if anyone looks in my window right now, they're going to see just a furious erection. (laughs) You hang your hat on (laughs) it and your dog leash. Yeah. They're like, why do you got your cowboy hat in the living room on your lap? And I'm like, like, I don't know if this five gallon one's going to (laughs) cut it much longer. I need this 10 gallon upgrade here. This scene is getting hectic. So, all right. The the one of my favorite awful parts of this film is the I think this has the worst dialogue I've ever seen in a film. I don't think I've ever seen dialogue worse, except in maybe The Lost Skeleton of Cadaver and in un, uh, which was done intentionally and right. it was really difficult. It took them like six months to, like to fine tune the horribleness of it, to fine tune it to get See, it that perfect quality. Of, there's a difference there. Yeah, this I just would, feels bad. I would argue that this movie is maybe more done more in the spirit of the exploitation film. Fast, cheap, just keep keep things moving, keep don't shooting. give much of a shit. Yeah. And I think that Lost Skeleton of Cadaver is more in the, the order of like artistic homage. Fair enough. Because it's it's really well executed in its poorly doneness. <laughs> They nail. They nail it. They well, hit they,
0: that. they, they do, so it seems to me. I haven't seen the movie, but it yeah. seems to me they're doing it more as like a, almost a study and a true send up to the genre, where they're it's trying almost, to make it perfect.
1: Yeah, they in its they manage the exact like tone right. and timbre of the poor. Like quality if we were to it.
0: ever actually remake the terror, we would be spending like
1: a lot of money hours and days to it, make it. That exact amount right. of bad yeah. Like you have Part of the charm of the movie Is Where if we're
0: gonna make A biker flick It'd probably be more Like something like this
1: Yeah Yeah right. I think I think if we made a biker flick It would be like Hell Ride But since The writing styles are so different right. Ours would be shitty In other ways Right <laughs> You know um, But okay So I wrote down some dialogue here I, I kind of picked The the worst of the worst Fair enough First time First time Pistolero Meets up with uh, <laughs> Meets up with Nada The horniest woman on the planet. Oh my god! His information (laughs) lady. He's. (laughs) She asks him like, "Uh, I want you to fuck me one more time." That dialogue, all the way that early stuff, is pure Tarantino. Yes. I got bad news for you, baby. And when I tell you this bad news, you're never gonna wanna fuck again. So fuck me good one more time. Before I give you this bad news and you don't ever want to fuck again. That's a Tarantino, that's Tarantino line. That's yeah. a Tarantino chunk of dialogue. Yes. But then it goes like way f- is off like, into left seriously. field. Cause he's she's like, She's like, You're gonna go through hell, and he goes, Baby, our this is Pistolero. Yes. Baby, I'm already in hell. And she's like, Did you make a reservation for hell or whatever? And he's like, I called the mater D. And the lines go like so dumb, but then there's this great fucking line where she goes, Baby, I was built for hell. I'm your very own personal devil, babe. I'm your hellhole.
0: <laughs> yeah, Th- that, those are those are things said by people in this movie. My
1: note is, dude, this is so trashy, so grimy, and so exactly what I want out of a low-level biker flick. I want, I want just like when a woman walks on screen in, in this type of biker flick. What I want is like. <laughs> like, give me your doodly, <laughs> booty, <laughs> bony bones, and the guys are just like,
0: "Baby, yeah, I'll give you my bony." I'm, gonna bony, bony, I'm telling boner, you, man, bone that he wanted to make a porno, and Tarantino was like, "I'll throw you some more money,
1: just make it straight up flick with it." I think there's, but keep your your pre-fuck scene dialogue in it. There's like ten minutes of like, you've given me the burning bush. Oh, stop the fire talk. Give me your, and then we have fire talk version two point oh later. Me your <laughs> f- fire hose. <laughs> He's like, There's I got other firemen
0: that we could thick, talk
1: to. Thick hose spraying my fire putter outer goo on you. Okay? All right. <laughs> There's so much fire talk. I'm gonna do some professional fire eating. And you're Oh like, god. Oh, well, you're gonna get my cinders. You all. never <laughs>
0: ate fire before though, because you didn't like you weren't a fire eater You're not eater. a fire
1: eater, and he's like, I fire eat all the hoses in the <laughs> firehouse. And she's like, Does that mean you suck dicks? What did you just say? <laughs> like, I think you're getting your
0: your things confused
1: now. I think you're f- the voice of the fire is becoming entangled out. Dude like the The fire innuendos are There's minutes then they,
0: ta- they tag it back like five minutes later
1: Right before she stabs when him she, with an arrow Yes when they're all still a little bit peyotied She kind of doesn't I like that she drops out of it a little though Yeah. Where she's like are you fucking dumping me Because right. you've no never She's like me. you don't eat pussy you've right. never eaten pussy before Are you breaking up with me Right. And p- another thing that I love is That's what tips her off it's, dude, this movie is yeah. pure trash. Is but it's like gold. It's just, it's it, when you're done, like you have grease on you, and there's like it's like you jumped in the wrestling pit with the ladies. Yeah, like yeah. you've got like there's like oil to the like running down your elbows. It's not and you gonna got, wash like, off right you know, away. You got like. Cogs and sprocket grease under <laughs> your Fucking under your oh, Fingernails boy. you have a venereal Disease you're like <laughs> What the fuck well you got the What what tattoo color with the red one From eating the crabs uh, bl- no The red one's eating bloody pussy Oh that's right pussy yeah sorry Gabe this is gonna get hectic here <laughs> <laughs> Earplugs let's you're talk plugged. about Billy <laughs> Oh my god Let's the talk about Billy Wings tattoos my favorite. Here we go oh. so Billy Wings pussy eating tattoos Why do you have white wings? uh, White wings is virgin virgin. pussy. So Vinnie Jones is covered with tattoos of wings, and it indicates the types of pussies he's eaten. Which is kind of, like, the lowest grade... Like, you might want to, like, cover yours. It gets really (laughs) awful. I want to listen to this. You you think you do, but... (laughs) You really don't. So, like, the fact that Pistolero doesn't, and that's all Vinnie Jones does. See what they're doing there? Yeah, I do. But the point is, is it's dumb. Like, yes, it there's, is. There's moments where the writers are like, I'm going to draw a parallel. And you're like, D- why bother? Right? <laughs> like, you're wasting your look time. Look at the rest of the movie. Like, don't even bother with this. So the white ones are for virgin pussy. The blue and yellow one is a cop's pussy. Blue, yellow, and brown is eating a cop's asshole. I love that other biker Like, gives, like him, gives him a cheers with a beer when he says that. He's like, blue, yellow, and brown, that's for eating a cop's asshole. And there's <laughs> another guy who's like, yep, that's right. That is what That, that is means. absolutely what that is. Cheers. I'm going to finish this beer now can't believe we that was fucked up when that happened (laughs) like all the bikers yeah i remember that day he goes red wings are for eating a bleeding pussy the green wings are for eating a pussy with crabs crabs. (laughs) and then the purple purple wings are for eating dead pussy yeah and that's when he starts like making out hard with the chick and she's She's like like, i'm done uh -uh. Nope, nope, nope nope
0: nope nope I don't like where that mouth has been.
1: Uh, You said interesting point, though, because
0: normally when someone asks, I don't know where that tongue has been. And but he's like, he has a road map. He literally can tell tell you. you. He's He's like, like,
1: well, it's been in a cop's asshole (laughs) deep in some crabs. And in a corpse one time.
0: <laughs> so, how about that making out? Do you want to kiss me That's bit? worse than kissing someone after eating old guacamole.
1: That's like, true. Yeah. Yep. yep. Old guac kisses are not nearly as wretched as still kissing Still kind of eating wings. it. Like, still has a little bit of guac, guac. in the mouth. And they're like, ah. Do you get... And he, th- he throws out kind of like a zinger later that... He, where he's like, you don't got the stomach to know which dead pussy I ate. Yeah. And my question is... Is he insinuating that he ate Cherokee Kism's dead? Well,
0: she would have Was been he? burned, too. Burned
1: up. So that would be like, what, is that like black and purple is crispy? Blackened.
0: Ble- I don't know.
1: I don't fucking know either. All but I
0: know is it's not the Colonel's chicken. When
1: he's... <laughs> Dude And for those of you Who are horrified right now This is just the text Of the film Yeah We're just We're not even extrapolating These aren't even like Me and Carl making horrible oh, jokes Oh no this isn't this like is normal This <laughs> is yeah,
0: exactly This isn't our fault This is Larry Bishop's fault If you gotta call somebody Drop an email it's Yeah, Larry call Bishop call Dimension <laughs> Films And be like
1: LarryBishop <laughs> at gmail.com I, I'm just making a guess I wonder No it's Bishop Larry Bishop.Larry Bishop, Bishop.Larry at gmail.com Hit him up And tell him like That was some fucked up shit <laughs> He put that <laughs> flick <that one> time. <laughs> um, so yeah that's Billy Wings man and Vinnie Jones Just like rolls he's around lo- He's role. loving
0: it he's absolutely loving that
1: role Everything he's in though he you know what If he, there's one thing you can say about Vinny Jones It's when you give him a role He's gonna go. He's gonna for do it. it. He Absolutely. goes for it every time. Is he he's I can't remember if he's soccer or rugby.
0: He oh, I, I think he, want was to say he was soccer a soccer because right? I think yeah, cuz he
1: I think yeah. He. I think he still has the quickest red card in history. <laughs> it's like under 10 he was in a game for like less than 10 seconds and he got red carded out of it. <laughs> Vinny Jones, Jones. Look it up. Look up Vinny Jones red card. Bird is running our uh, research division I love today. It. All right. So, next Next little thing here My next note (laughs) Carl Through this fucking mess Of a film That we're talking about here And you know what As we're talking A whopper of a chopper opera Is that what we're talking about A whopper of a chopper opera Or is it a Symphony in 666, it's a 666 CC all that, symphony.
0: <laughs> all that witty dialogue trying so hard to be witty.
1: Dude, the alliteration, especially the gent. Yeah, the I alliter- can
0: appreciate alliteration though because I have a tendency to go there. So Yeah,
1: you, uh, your review of Hereditary was awesome, <laughs> Thank you. an awesome amount of uh, of alliteration, but like I don't think it, I don't think anyone actually thought that this dialogue was good. No one was yeah. like, "We nailed it." Everyone
0: was well, like, "Well, they're certainly not delivering it like they think it's any good." <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no,
1: not in the slightest, dude. When Michael Madsen says that line, there I think there are moments when you can see in Michael Madsen's he's face He's like, "God damn it!" Like you see him stretching. He's like, "All right, we got some squirrely monkey bars to get across here. All right, here we go." It's a six hundred and sixty-six cc symphony of. Symphony shit. Skip, skip, skip. Zippity zap zap. Even a six-year-old <laughs> would get it. Are you gonna tell me six more times? Even a child of six could grasp That's that. And you're the like one. I'm gonna I want you to meet Ooh, me at hurt. hotel the motel six, six um, off Route sixty-six, 66. at yeah. six AM tomorrow. Think you can remember that? Are you gonna tell me six more times? A child of six could grasp it. Now let's go sixty-six miles an hour for six miles, and you're like I get it. I get it. I totally get it. However, now you, I see what you, how you get it. When I get it, I'm like, yay! <laughs> yay! It's so dumb. <laughs>
0: and I'm just like, that's so dumb. Carl. What?
1: Before we go <laughs> in, I can't even wait to get to the note, so I'm going to do it right now. All right. Carl, Yeah. here's what. Here's for listeners. I might love it. For listeners who, knows? who are curious about this film and whether or not they should watch it, all you need to know is. There's a scene in it where Michael Madsen is sitting in a tree With a bottle of Negro Modelo And he blows over the mouth of the bottle Completely out of context Not in relation to anything else that's happening in the scene he goes vroom, vroom, On the bottle and he goes Hey look, I'm an owl <laughs> That's the thing straight up happens in this film. Bird's got some Vinnie Jones updates for us. Oh God! Uh, fastest ejection in the sport so far. Wow. Fastest ejection, yeah. And it's football, and soccer. Soccer. Get closer to your mic. Three seconds. Three seconds. Do you know oh. why? I basically, like side checked somebody, mm-hmm. and then I think, onto the ground. And then he like yells at the. I think he yelled at the ref too. Did you watch the video of it? It's fucking awesome. It, it happened really fast, and then they just cut to him getting the card from the rest, <laughs> wow. So. He like the game the match starts. How
0: is my microphone all wet?
1: Well, you've been on it so much. God, <laughs> we should get I'm you. I'm so sorry what I do to your mic. It's actually called a condom. It's not the oh, not, it's like dripping off of the Carl. Get of a grab a grab some clean. Gabe, we grab some Kleenex. <laughs> it's on the dog's crate. How did how did I? Even I don't know, <laughs> man. It's like gross. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I'm an owl. Hey,
0: look, I'm an owl.
1: It's, that happens in this movie. And when, when you think to yourself, self, what am I watching? Here, I'll turn your mic down. Just get in there. Go Thank after you. it. All right. So when you think to yourself, like, yeah. why am I, what, what kind of film am I in for? You're in the kind of movie where, like, people are trying to explain what is happening in the plot. And Michael Madsen goes, Ooh, look, I'm an owl. <laughs> right? And he's sitting in a tree. And I don't believe that he got up there under his own power. Oh no, that was like a crane. Like they brought they a crane. They craned Madsen him up. Into a like a, what do you call this? Well, those cherry picker. They got a cherry picker and they put him in the tree and then.
0: And then they had to toss the bottle up a, a couple of times before he got. <laughs> got it. all
1: shaked up. Sh- shaked up. <laughs> this movie's so shit. I love it. Um, so here's where we get. Okay, my next note after the oil wrestling place. There's one thing in this movie that I don't think you can—that is kind of unimpeachable—is they really nail the gunshots and the gore.
0: Dude, that was like, gnarly. Like the blood,
1: the spray, the like the injuries that people sustain are pretty. Yeah, the gore, awesome. the
0: effects are great in this. Yeah, yeah. The headshots in the
1: office are f- fucking fantastic. That dude, those headshots in the office are fucking yeah. killer. So eventually, what? No, he's thing? doing a gunshot. Oh, eventually, all of the basically all of the victors. Except for the Gent, Pistolero, and Comanche end up being traitors and want to go over to the 666ers. So uh, Comanche and the Gent kill them all, (laughs) essentially. They massacre them with the help of Eddie Zero, played by Dennis Hopper. Here's our introduction to Eddie Zero. We literally have a scene where Comanche, played by uh, Eric Belfour, pisses on Dennis Hopper's boots. For like 30 seconds. It's a
0: long piss. It's a big piss. It's a big gulp piss.
1: One of my. F- but there's there's little. Like he's
0: been saving it up like he knew he wanted to pee on somebody today.
1: He's pissing a lot in this movie. The first time uh-huh. we meet Comanche he's pissing. The first time we see him at the St. At Louis funeral. Where's Comanche? He's I'm taking, taking a, piss. a piss. He doesn't want to get dust on his dick. <laughs> this is a dust. I ain't never seen dust like this before. And you're like. the mo- Why do we have a dust monologue here?
0: We do. Sort of a
1: dust monologue happens, Pistolero tells him to shut the fuck up, and then it can is not relevant
0: uh-uh. <laughs> except so that you can say he doesn't like getting dust on his dick, dust on his dick, which is another
1: only there. Did we have that whole dust monologue just for the I alliteration so. of he doesn't want to get dust, dust on his, his dick?
0: dick. <laughs> Absolutely, that's why it's there. God
1: damn it, I'm so glad you know. Larry Bishop also wrote this movie, oh, sure did. <laughs> So he sure did. Pistolero wrote and directed this film. All right, so my next note is kind of acted in it. It's stuff that I really like, but
0: uh,
1: but the stilted performance is part of its charm. I get it. If everyone I I know, I know I've hammered it home enough that I'm sure you understand where 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 my brain I'm there. The perspective of my brain now, don't don't get me wrong, I also completely see. Through your eyes Like when we did the Drive Angry episode yeah. I saw it too Where yeah. I was like yeah I get it objectively But I
0: think that's like
1: I don't know if it's my, my, my I don't know if it's my bag of chips you That's know. yeah 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 I think I think in a weird way There are movies There are movies that you When you first watch them They're gonna either hit you wrong Right Or they're gonna hit you just right And that'll kind of inform how you watch them After that absolutely like Drive angry is my a very good example Because when you watch drive angry for the first Time if you watch it and you're having a Blast with a bunch of friends that movies a Romp but if you're watching it alone and trying Trying to be objective or if you Watch it at 6 30 in the morning like you watch this one Or or maybe you watch it with some friends And it just doesn't work for you that time right I can totally see this Movie it's like I said it we're both Looking at the same coffee cup we're just looking from different sides Of it um so like Den- Dennis Hopper, you know it's it's this is like the prisoners episode because when you told when as soon as you said Dennis Hopper f- is phoning it in, he, he is yeah he totally is I'm I'm with you the performance is pretty flat I and don't it's also
0: he, Dennis Hopper this is it's Dennis Hopper too
1: right so like the, my, his his snap. From like having the gun in Comanche's face and then Comanche takes the gun from him and puts it back puts it in uh, Eddie Zero's face. Mm -hmm. And when Eddie, he's like, take us to, where are they going? Billy Wings or are they going to Pistolero? They're, I think they're going to meet up with Billy Wings.
0: Yes. I believe that's correct. Yeah, they're gonna meet up with the 666ers yeah, they are having like, a sit down. He's like taking yeah,
1: take me to fucking Billy Wings or whatever it is. Because it's really not important. The plot doesn't really matter. No, it what doesn't matters matter is like the spectacle. That's what's important. Right. And the watching Dennis Hopper go from like gritting his teeth to going, sure man, no problem. Everything's cool. <laughs> and like to watch him like fall into like hippie. Yeah. I really like that. I think that's a charming moment for Dennis Hopper. I agree that most of the rest of the movie, he's very uh,
0: just kinda like kind it. of like, when can I get my paycheck? Kind
1: of flat, but yep. but there's also, you know, it's when we watch the terror, watching Boris Karloff in a castle, even when he's old and kind of not really it's still Boris, it.
0: Karloff Boris Karloff in a castle. Seeing Boris Karloff in a castle, it's Hopper on a motorcycle. Yeah, I you get know, it. You know,
1: we're gonna watch Easy Rider, and we're gonna see Dennis Hopper on a motorcycle, and. One of the most legendary biker films of all time. And in a weird way, seeing, just seeing Dennis Hopper, especially seeing Dennis Hopper on a fucking clean ass vintage Indian like that. Right. God damn, that's an awesome mm. bike. So, one, two, skip a few. Drug ritual. Dude, come on. When. Pist- oh, the eating the peyote? When Pist- Pistolero eats some peyote. We get this amazing bit of soundtrack where the we get like a acoustic guitar and over top of it is just like this soulful kind of dirty sounding electric mm-hmm. on an old vintage crackly ass amplifier and we start photoshopping it yeah but like this is this is what one of the things i love about this movie is like we got you've got sexy bikers you got shitty dialogue you have Excessive amounts of nudity You have fucking vicious Brutal violence You have this dirty like kind of rock and roll Blues outlaw score And then you have like A way over the top Drug trip in the movie This is like every (laughs) Every element of an exploitation film Like crushed into this like weird mess And you get to just sit in it And feel oily And like oh my god I love the drug trip Because the best word I can find for it It's more of like a feeling Than an objective thing I can say It just feels so dirty man He's like pushing He's just chewing on it He eats like four pieces of peyote And then you just like The sky starts like melting And he's walking around Cherokee kism. She's naked Nope Purpose for nope, her being naked at all. at all, but here she is, and she's like, "I'm naked," and they're like, weird, dude.
0: And then, uh, what's her face? She's eating it too, and oh. she's having her own little kind of side trip.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Nada. Nada eats a little bit of peyote and reads 666 pages. Page v- book. It's literally called the Re-
0: the rebellion, <laughs> rebellion against, against all there is.
1: Right, which I I can't say for sure because I don't know exactly when Sons of Anarchy start started. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the book. Yeah, that's the Journal of the. He yeah, John also named John. Right. <laughs> um, I haven't watched that movie or that TV show in a long time, but it I, would have been shortly after this. I feel like I like the idea of like the Biker Manifesto. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna this there. Well, an entire series is made about that. Right, so, but it's yeah. well, it's rather rather than like just having some guys jump on bikes, it becomes this like we are going to make a conscious shift in our lifestyle to rebel against stuff. Yeah. Anytime I see a biker manifesto where it's like we're not just riding motorcycles around and having a biker party, there's a reason behind what we're doing. Yeah, and I, I've always dug that. Um, it's not just bikes, beers, and booty. Yeah. Now then, there's a bar fight and the get out of jail free card. <laughs>
0: that was that was that was a good moment. I dug I dug the whole. He fucking. How does he? What does he do first? He doesn't just. Oh, he breaks a bottle over his he, head.
1: Yeah, Comanche smat. Uh, so. The gent and Comanche go to Danny's Inferno. Danny's finally there, you know, like a sexy body stocking. Yeah. And like a jean jacket and a body stocking. Yeah, she's looking she's all right. She's looking pretty good. So uh, the gent goes in and has a beer. Comanche comes in and has a beer. They've been operating independently of each other, so they're kind of suspicious of one another. Right,
0: because the entire fucking gang has gone tits up.
1: Yeah, like, the, all of the victors are dead. Yeah. Some of them killed by the gent, Some, most of them killed by Comanche. He has a guy take a machine gun and kill like most of his bikers, yep. like the rest of the bikers. The entire posse, dude. Yeah, yeah, so there's three of them left. <laughs> there's three victors left. So the gent doesn't know if he can trust Comanche. Comanche doesn't know if he can trust the gent, because all they know is bikers have been dying. Like, victors have been dying, and they've been doing it independently. So the gent gets up, and Comanche smashes a bottle on the back of his head. And to be totally honest, they kind of like say a couple times why they're mad at each other. It doesn't really. But you don't it doesn't really make sense. Like the reasons they give for you their You went bar off the
0: fight. reservation and you're It's uh, like, why'd
1: you run away? Because I don't know.
0: Well why'd you flew? you flew the coop?
1: You flew the coop. You weren't supposed to do that. And he's like, well yeah your glasses are stupid. And then they like get in a <laughs> they get in like a huge bar fight. And then so Comanche throws a playing card that says get out of jail free on it. And he goes uh. How many of those you have And he goes How many of those you got Just the one And you just used it huh Yes I did And then <laughs> So Michael Madsen Breaks a fucking pool stick off him And then throws it Gives him the thing back They keep
0: passing <laughs> the They keep
1: passing the Get out of jail free card back And they get in a huge brawl um, Huge bar fight It was the best scene in the movie The bar fight's pretty good
0: I like this. I like the whole thing with the passing of the of the, card. the get out of jail free card. There's there's good. There are good humor bits happening. Yeah, the fight's pretty fun, and also they're really just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, there's
1: some cool moments where like Comanche tries to hit him with a chair, but the chair hits like a a support beam and yep. shatters instead. There's some fun. There's one moment where. Comanche's like in a corner, like getting ready to dodge, because the gent is walking towards him with a table over his yes. head. And you're like, are you gonna hit him with a fucking table? Yep. It's a it's, great scene. It's pretty raucous. And then,
0: because we also get Pistolero comes in and cracks open a beer, and they're having, he's having a conversation with Danny while they were just watching these two, two idiots guys fight.
1: And one of my favorite bits is when Comanche's leaning back in the chair, like leaning against a post, and the gent is sitting at a different table. And he goes uh, The gent is talking to Pistolero And he goes I I brought Comanche to you And he goes No you didn't Comanche found you And tricked you Into introducing him to me And the gent walks up And walks over to Comanche He's like Nobody likes to get played And fucking hammers him in the face And uh, Eric Belfort Like hits the ground And when he stands up He walks past the gent (laughs) And he goes I actually felt that one and there's a there's a beat and michael madsen you almost get the sense that like the director just didn't call cut for like a couple seconds so the gent goes
0: you get that nice
1: yeah there's a genuine
0: there's, sort of <laughs>
1: there's like a, a beat and then the gent goes good yeah <laughs> and you are <laughs> actually felt that one good, good. You're like that's that's what we're going with okay i love it uh, one two, skip a few again. That's kind of how this movie works. It's, it is. No, it's that's so, the f-
0: that's the formula of this movie. It's
1: so non linear. It's just like tableau. Like it's okay. Uh, here, here's a scene. In that scene, are going. We to need be, to get this
0: happen. And yeah, this there's going to be right.
1: naked women or violence or motorcycles or some combination thereof. Right. Then fuck it let's cut to a new location and just do that kind of oh put a, put a
0: bit of story put a bit of story plot in that one
1: yeah they they weave a little story in but someone's topless and then right. every once in a while we'll get a cool montage of like look at all these fucking awesome motorcycles yes. we have and they're just ripping through the desert something about let's the-
0: play some awesome tunes that are pretty like they're familiar but they're it's like that tarantino soundtrack where you know like yeah. the band but it's like who ever heard of Little Green Bag until right. it's, Reservoir Dogs? It's
1: like, si- it's like side three. Of like a double LP Off of their least known album But it's the track That everyone should be listening to Because it's, it's amazing right. Yeah 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 He he picks out like He is such a It's weird because he didn't direct this But no. it is the same It is that Tarantino thing Where they're grabbing Exactly the right, right. That's it's one It's
0: Steeler's Wheel But it's like the The deep oh, B side Honestly
1: yeah. Like I, I think from any perspective You look at this movie The soundtrack is really good It's fantastic The soundtrack for this flick Is really well done Um I skipped over a note of mine But uh uh, the the music The cuts in time And the uneven color grade One of my favorite things about this movie Is how all over the place The goddamn color grade is
0: It goes straight up blue at one point
1: Yeah the whole world's blue We get some black and white
0: Yep we it get, opens black and white It
1: op- Yeah opens black and white Fades to color We get a lot of hot desert grading, but then we sometimes get blue desert grading, yep. which is also very strange. We get saturated, we get desaturated, we get hypersaturated. Like this movie, just it's like they had an amplifier in front of them, and they're like, "I guess everything." <laughs> all these knobs, all of them to eleven. But if you do the reverb and the gain to eleven, it's just going to be like a shriek, and you're like, "Yeah, it's perfect." Whatever. That's what I'm looking okay, for. Cool. Yeah, done and done. Do we have a guitar plugged into this? No. On. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's how this oh, movie. Yeah. So, the next thing we see is Pistolero's like, you guys didn't have to kill the whole biker gang that we're part of. You know, like, because I... Let me go show you There was a lot of speculation. I'm going to go show you guys something, because I I had this covered. I had it all fucking covered. Yeah, that was the one
0: thing that he's like, I had it covered. I had it covered. Yeah, because even the the gents, like, you had yourself fucking covered. Right. But... What about us? But he,
1: in fact, did actually have it covered, because... Cut to David Carradine tied to a chair, and you're like, David Carradine's oh, fucking. Oh, shit, he Here's another one. What's your opinion of David Carradine? In this one, he is
0: doing the best work he can with the words that are put in I his mean, mouth. in general. David Carradine?
1: I count him as like one of yeah. my alternative no, actors. I'm a huge fan. Have you ever seen Crank 2? When David Carradine. Yes, David I was Carradine. really
0: fucked up when I saw it.
1: <laughs> David Carradine in Crank 2 as like <laughs> this weird. He plays like a. Here's why I call David Carradine like. An alternative actor in Crank 2 he plays like a weird kung-fu master with I think he has a giant Wait, David Carradine doing something kung-fu related that I know it's very so strange, strange to me he's it's playing against type but he's got <laughs> like I think he's got like a huge Fu Manchu oh mustache God. and he's inject he's got like um Jason Statham's organs in his body to like help keep him young he's had like surge unless I'm wrong But I don't think I'm wrong.
0: No, because well, who?
1: I think he takes I think he takes Jason Statham's heart, and they give uh, Jason Statham like a shitty heart that doesn't work very well, and that's why he has to keep getting hit with electricity throughout the movie. Because the first one, his heart
0: was gonna stop if he didn't keep himself like because he's poisoned, right? So he
1: has to do like. Basically, get, keep his adrenaline up. In yeah. this next movie, he has to keep like electrifying his heart because it's run on batteries <laughs> so or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's got
0: like shit heart. Well, all he you knows is he fell out of a helicopter at the end of the first one.
1: <laughs> so, dude, in Crank Two, I know you were fucked up, but there's a scene where some guy, maybe David Carradine, maybe not, but some guy and Jason Statham transform into kaiju monsters and fight in a miniature of a city, and it's a hallucination because he because gra- Jason Statham grabbed onto like like a transformer or some absurd amount of electricity. It's warping his mind. So he thinks he's a kaiju monster and they like fight in rubber suits, but the rubber suits are like monster versions of themselves. So Jason Statham has like a big fake rubber chin and like a giant bald head, but he's also a monster. I would have much rather seen that. Dude, crank two is pretty nuts. (laughs) Both of the movies, both of the crank films are awesome, but yeah. So, okay. You like David Carradine. Carradine. We're,
0: I think Carradine was doing the work. Here, there's he some, was being very Caradini.
1: He was very Caradini in this. Yeah, this is a little. Uh, there's some resi- There's some weird echoes in here that I can't divorce myself from knowing how David Caradine died. Oh, you know, like knowing how he goes out. His death in this movie is kind of. It has an extra little layer of. It's uncomfortable. Yep. Because, uh, but I'm bringing, I'm totally, that's, it's not in the movie, you're bringing no, that to you're it. you're
0: bringing it to there. Yeah. It'd
1: be like, you know, it's kind of like how you feel watching World's Greatest Dad, knowing yep. how Robin no, Williams will eventually die. I can't, I died. will
0: never watch that movie again for that really? reason.
1: Really? Yeah. I, I think it's a great movie, I honestly. think
0: it is too, but I, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself right, yeah. through that shit. And I
1: don't feel as strongly about it. I had a
0: hard David. enough time just watching um, What Dreams May Come. What Up. Dreams May Come. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Where you're just like.
0: I just want to <laughs> sob the whole fucking time. <laughs> But honestly But was, was strangely yeah, the, yeah. I didn't even think about that Until you brought it up Just now
1: Yeah I, uh, I think he had He died very close To this film Like he I, I think he died Very shortly hereafter Right So knowing that And watching this movie I was just I, I even remember I had kind of a reaction to it The first time I watched the movie I was like Oh Well it's also garrot wire is not a great way to go. No, it's a bad, bad way to go, man. I love, I love the fact that he uses a garrot though. Yeah. Like to take it to the movie when when Comanche's because Comanche's like glaring this fucker down and he goes, I just brought Comanche along to see if he wanted to take your head before I you know like killed you or whatever. And Comanche's like a fucking and he pulls out. It looks like two guitar slides with piano Wire between it like like oh my triling. god Oh dude it's so fucking vicious yep. And when you see I think I think That's my favorite Carradine performance moment Too because he like he doesn't fight it He's like he's tied up he's like Okay I'm gonna die and he know you Can see I love I love the performance because You can see he's like this is a very Bad death I'm about to have yep. and You can see him like all right Fuck it let's do it you can see him like getting Ready to go out like he oh yeah he like
0: stretches his neck yeah, a little like, bit like all right he's like
1: this is gonna fucking really be bad so let's do it let's you can see yeah. him getting in the head and he didn't want
0: to give them anything
1: no 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 it's okay look this is that toxic masculinity thing sure. that that people talk about in 2019 but dude watching David Carradine be like I'm gonna die like a man right. I'm not going to scream, I'm not going to beg for no, my life This I'm is, tw- this is 20 2008's Hell Ride, you know, right. like I'm not going to sit here And be like, and it's very It's awful, It's when you watch a Viking Have you seen Vikings? There's a scene in Vikings no, right. There's a scene in Vikings where a character gets Blood eagled, what they do Is they cut yeah Gabe I'm sorry bro this show is pretty hairy Sometimes yeah, I've heard about that thing It's all... So when you it's a real execution They used to do they cut all of the ribs Off of your spine through your back So they cut your ribs free and then they Grab your rib cage from the back And they pull it open so your lungs Are exposed from the from Through your back and your so your ribs are pulled Open like wings then they pull Your lungs out through the back of your body And hang them above you and It's called a blood eagle so you're On your knees and you're Lungs are up and your ribs are open And it looks like wings And then you eventually suffocate to death Or bleed out or die of shock It's a, And it actually can take a long time to die that way It's fucking really horrible It shows up in Silence of the Lambs actually Wowzer Yeah it's, it's a very vicious death And they show it on they, That's
0: some, some anatomical uh, knowledge f- really there It's the really wretched So
1: they do it on the show Vikings And they there's a thing about it As an execution in the show, they talk about it. I'm not sure if it's actually accurate to the like the Norse beliefs. Sure. But if you scream as it's being done to you, your soul is damned. But if you stay silent, you've died a warrior's death and you go to Valhalla. Jesus. So it's like, but can you even imagine like trying not to scream? So I stub my toe and
0: I scream like a baby.
1: (laughs) I burn. I I get a little burn on my finger and then the steam in the shower. I'm like in the fetal position crying. But it's so this one Viking has to do it to his friend. Like peanut butters too. Hot. He's like tied. He's his hands are tied. He has no choice. He has to do it to a friend of his. Mm. And he's look. He like gets down with him and he's like, look, wh- what's gonna happen is gonna be over. But you got to do this right, okay? Like I'm so sorry that I have to do this to you, but you're gonna you got to die like a Viking, okay? And the dude manages to stay silent when they do it. And when you watch that scene, you're like, you're so fucking moved. It's like. Bird's about to cry over there, but it's like it's like in 300, dude, dude. When, yeah. Like when when Leonidas is he's fucked. He's totally he's peppered with arrows. And there's that last scene. All of his men are dead around him. He knows he's dead. And he's like he's he's just laying there on the ground. He's like, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab my sword, and I'm gonna scream as loud as I fucking can, and then I'm gonna die. Rather than just like oh shit, I'm gonna go into shock. He's like he's not gonna kill anyone else. No. Nope. He's surrounded. He's done. But
0: he's gonna go out like he wants to go out
1: like yeah. and. Toxic masculinity, be damned. He's gonna go out like a man. Look, I know that's a weirdly, I know that, I know how that sounds. Believe me, right? It's got sexist overtones, but there's something about that, and it's stupid too. Where it's like, no, why don't you just try and die like in as little pain as right. possible?
0: <laughs> why but you, there's, why are you doing this to yourself? It dude, hurts. When like
1: in Vikings, when you're watching this dude get his ribs cut and getting his lungs pulled out, and he's like, he's just like, no, uh, uh-uh, I'm going to Valhalla. I'm going to die right. Fuck watching it's it's that same thing with David Carradine, dude watching him be like he's like you think i'm gonna give you anything not gonna i'm i founded the 666ers try and fuck with me right Dude, i like it's kind of
0: it. like what um um
1: billy wings does when at, he dies at the end he dies well, flipping he, the bird. he's like there's
0: nothing you can do to that, 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 I, can't that stomach. I can't stomach
1: <laughs> oh, dude yeah billy billy wings's death is so fucking vicious. <laughs> they they tag him with the gun. Michael Madsen shoots all the six six sixers. The climax is pretty quick.
0: I No, I like the I like the climax of this. And at yeah. first, I'm like, really, Hopper? That's what the how they 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 deal with it and the whatever. But that's where funny. Hopper
1: gets shot in the back, but he's wearing like a bulletproof leather jacket. Yeah, an but, arrowproof leather jacket. Yeah. It's got like like panels in it. And then he fakes his own death and rides off into the sunset. And yep. honestly, Dennis Hopper doesn't really matter. Nope, doesn't that, that what, much near the end.
0: What's awesome is you. The camera turns and the three of them are on their bikes in the middle of the road, like behind all right, them. Hi, hey, how's yeah. it going, guys?
1: So the six been here the whole time. We've been probably just following you, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Like we've you've been you thought you were on your way to us, but here we are behind you. Yeah. Michael Madsen's the gent, kills all of them. With I love like, that he
0: is so proficient with his six pistol. shooter too. Yeah. I like
1: that they all kind of actually they all have revolvers. Now that yep. I think about it, um, I love Comanches. I think it's like a fucking Red Hawk or something with yeah. like an eight-inch barrel just something about a long pistol barrel not practical but it's no. just so visual it looks so good and in- I mean, dude, Hardigan's handgun doesn't make any sense in Sin City. Zero. Because again, it I think it is a Super Red Hawk with like the it's, but his is like a 14-inch barrel. When he's pulling it out of his coat, his arms going like he's doing like Helsing yeah. draws to get that fucking gun out. Well,
0: but, I love the pearl-handled gunslinger that the fucking yeah. the gent
1: has though. Yeah, man. Yeah, that that gunslinger status of his, especially given his, he's a weird kind of echo to Doc Holliday in Very much so. Yes. Where he's you know he's got the coat and he's 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 the gent. He's very like. Like oh now I don't I don't want to have to kill you but if you're gonna make me do it I'm then gonna I'm do gonna do it. have yeah, to, yeah yeah there's that whole thing um, so <laughs> Billy wings gets shot in that we talked about it earlier but he gets shot in the chest by the gent
0: Yep. then,
1: then con- tags him in the shoulder then he goes to draw his like backup piece and Comanche shoots him with his break action crossbow yes. dead in the sternum and he's laying on the ground like oh god this is really bad. And he goes, there's nothing you can do to me that I can't stomach. Pistolero shoots his dick and balls off of his body. And then he's like, good for you, Vinnie Jones, dude. (laughs) Look at him just chewing on this. He's just, ah, 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 blood coming out of his mouth, blood coming out of his cock and shit. And he's laying there all (laughs) fucked up.
0: He's just eating it.
1: Yeah, Pistolero like, pulls this big fucking mean ass knife and it's buttery I, it's, it's so god is cheesy and they, pussy and weird they got a prosthetic neck on him and I'm wondering did they bury him in the road I think
0: so I think it's like that old like the magician thing where yeah, it's like he's he's, he's he's
1: like in the he's street actually, or
0: something yeah, he's standing up and he just has his head tilted back yeah and the prosthetic is that like a birthday cake? <laughs> I'm shaped so, like a neck.
1: A birthday, because it does. It goes it in. It does. Like, it's
0: because they made it from ganache or something. And it's he's like, kind of
1: he's kind of like working the knife yeah. back and forth and sawing it. And you can see it like popping through bit. his trachea. I want an end bit. It's really yeah. gross looking. I'm glad we're on the same page because that neck cut yeah, it was is sick. so it was amazing. Good. You're like. Huh!
0: Like you and said it before, me, The 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 the, the, the gruesome gruesomes are good in this, man. For sure, yeah. for
1: sure. There's there are positives to this movie. Oh, absolutely. Some like whatever else you feel. I, I think the soundtrack and the gore and the bikes yep. are pretty on I would agree completely with that. But dude, when he's when he he like wipes the knife off on his neck and Comanche's shot his uh, uh shot uh Billy Wing's gas tank, so his legs are soaked in gas. They light him on fire, and Billy Gibbs, or Billy Gibbs. Billy Gibbs?
0: <laughs> Good old Billy Gibbs.
1: Billy Gibbs. Billy Gibbs is dying. He's like, I'm dying. I'm <laughs> out back in the street. My yeah. neck's been cut, and my balls are off my body. Ha! I'm covered in gas. Covered in gas. I'm laying on the road.
0: <laughs> Please don't put the zipper on the flow. <laughs>
1: And now my legs are burning, burning. So I'm gonna flip you off. I'm <laughs> I could, I might watch this if Billy Gibbs is the bad guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think this would actually go up a bit in your, I so. both our. It probably would, yes. So he burns from the legs up, and um, more shit happens. But honestly, yeah. the, the end of the movie is not that important. We, Guess get what? The, we
0: get the briefcase ending.
1: Uh, I uh, did. I did write care. that down. Pulp Fiction briefcase moment where yep. they he he opens finally. Op- uh, uh, Comanche opens the lockbox that is his birthright. Yeah. And we don't know whatever. We don't know what's in it. It could be something. Doesn't could be nothing. Doesn't matter. matter. The the only last little denouement note that I kind of have is I really do like the relationship between Pistolero and the Gent. Yeah. Where they're very the, like okay. The 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 Gent is the right hand man and Pistolero's the prez. But the gent will like he doesn't give a shit. He'll no. pull a gun. He pulls a gun on Pistolero, like twice in this movie. He'll he'll freely like like get he challenges shit, the yep. challenges his authority all the time. And then which
0: I think makes a good right though
1: makes it, a good what a right. Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. need someone to keep you in check. You can't just like have ultimate power. And if if there's gonna be a right hand man that you gotta stand is gonna stand up to you, dude. The gent is kind of a scary dude. To, yeah, to be giving you shit because if you draw with him. you're fucking dead there's a great moment early on where Pistolero blows smoke in the gent's face and the gent lets it ride but then he does it again and the gent points a finger at him and he goes you got close there you got closer than the hair on a gnat's ass and you can see in Michael Madsen's face he's like if you'd pushed me that that much much farther I'd have shot you dead And and Pistolero's like Reading the situation exactly right is how come I'm the prez. And they but and then there's this awesome moment in the end where literally the gent has pulled a gun on Pistolero and he is aiming the gun in his face. And Pistolero pulls his sunglasses down so that he can get a clear shot between his eyes. He's like, Here, you gonna where are you gonna shoot me? You gonna shoot me between you're the eyes? And he goes, Right between the fucking eyes. And there's like this weird tension. And then he Michael Madsen like lowers his gun and fires around into the ground, like in frustration. He tucks his gun away and he goes he goes, I can't do it, and they basically he goes, how come? How come you didn't kill me, or how come you're gonna let just let this ride? And let the gent goes, you know, because I love you, dude. He says that. Yeah, there it is. In this movie, all with hard, hard ass bikers and brutal violence, and like nothing but porn <laughs> for like a
0: <laughs> good third. of There's it. a little bit of brotherly
1: love at, at the, the end, of, end to ride
0: like, us on out into the sunset. I dig
1: it, man. And then they yeah. all drive. There's their even own a ways. moment
0: between um, Comanche and well, they call the him Son now, Son Sunny
1: because he's Sunny Kism. Right, and he goes. I'm gonna start. I think I'm gonna long. start calling you son, cause Sonny is taking up way too much fucking time. Right. And you realize, oh yeah, you're his dad. And then they, <laughs> they, all right. they drive in three different directions. They all take a, a different you know, way a for different, now. A different road. I thought you said we're going right, and I said straight. You didn't say left. Fuck it. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but I like that. I you're like that. <laughs> it's kind of like at the end, they all go their own way, but there is a sense that these guys are—they're gonna, gonna meet up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're just gonna go do their own thing for a while, and that's part of the freedom of the road. So, obviously, I didn't do a whole lot to try and convince you you're no, wrong. But it's okay. I don't it's, think you're wrong. Well, <laughs> here's
0: the thing, and you said it—you said it towards the top of the show. I think that when it comes to movies like this, I think that I'm doing myself a disservice by watching them at 6 30 in the morning granted that's been my schedule and that's the only right. time i was
1: able to yeah you've, you've been but really I, I busy d- lately
0: yeah i do feel it that I, I do think that we should do this and drive angry as part of our quill and film film jaunt at the film. end of the season
1: <laughs> yeah 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 the big the giant cookout slash revisit yeah 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 um now I've uh, I don't know what I was gonna say actually I, oh, I, I know wow. what I was gonna say I what saw I saw it leave you what too. I was gonna say I just didn't know if it was like valid on air talk but I was I've been thinking lately and I think the move is at the end of that day probably will like wrap at midnight like yeah. we'll just go all day and wrap at midnight I think we end with a racer head
0: oh dude we have
1: to like the late night every like anyone who's still around might be a little toast yeah it's yeah. like all day you've been watching movies and then. You know, there comes that point, probably it would be like 10, 1030, 1045. It's yep. dark out. You know, maybe there's a campfire going and then outside you'll just hear like. And you'll know. And you'll be like. Eraser head is on. Oh, shit. Someone just put a racer head on. Fuck yeah. And then there's going to be at least like, at least six people, probably you and I included are going to be like, but I, I, I might be, I don't know if I can watch this right, <laughs> right? now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. On cool World instead Can we watch Cool World Can, Who doesn't love Gabriel Byrne Let's watch Cool World uh, um, Speaking of Gabriel Byrne I think it's time we get to our next episode So hereditary. Thank you all so much for listening um, If you want to drop us a line It's podcast at gmail.com uh, If you're one of our patrons Head on over there because by the time this drops The, the hereditary episode is going to be really. up And dude I'm so ready I'm so excited for that Whew, um, I'm so, nervous I am a little too just not as, nervous, I'm excited. I'm, li- I'm more excited. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little nervous that I have so so many threads out and so many balls in the air on my analysis of the film that I won't be able to bring it all home in Fair a cohesive enough. way. But at the very least, we're gonna have a lot to chew on. Awesome. Like there'll be a lot out in the ether. Okay, so everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you have opinions on Hellride or any of the biker flicks we've done so far, dude, come on, it's a pretty good grab bag, yeah, right? Yeah. Whatever else you think. You've got pink Angel, so much over Road there. to Paloma, which which is like art house masterpiece. Pink Angels is like this is the last one. Utter shit. No,
0: we're doing Easy Rider. We're gonna rider. do Easy yes, Rider.
1: Sir. I don't honestly. We're gonna have all the episodes recorded before I've posted any oh, of them. Oh, fair enough. So I think we'll be able to pick our order. Baller. So however we want to put these up, we'll be fine. Shit. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening. Um and man it's summertime. If you've if you've got if you got the means, I think, you know, if this if this is our last episode, let us leave you in biker month with it's summertime. So
0: get on your, your bikes, bikes and ride. ride.